This is VOA News in Washington. I'm Jeff Custer. U.S. officials confirmed Saturday three U.S. cargo planes have dropped humanitarian aid into Gaza. Associated Press correspondent Jackie Quinn reports. Some 38,000 meals are being provided in this first round. President Biden announced the mission Friday, days after a deadly stampede in Gaza and shooting by Israeli authorities that left more than 100 people dead. The loss of life is heartbreaking. People are so desperate that uh, uh, innocent people got caught in a terrible war, unable to feed their families. The United Nations says about one quarter of Gaza's two million people are facing starvation. And President Biden has called on Israel to do more to help. We should be getting hundreds of trucks in, not just several. I'm Jackie Quinn. A U.S. official said Saturday Israel has essentially endorsed the framework of an agreement that would include a six-week ceasefire in Gaza. The news comes as negotiators are expected to resume talks in Cairo Sunday. Humanitarian groups say a ceasefire to allow humanitarian aid into Gaza is desperately needed as health care infrastructure has been destroyed and basic necessities are are scarce. In an interview with Associated Press, the Secretary General of the Norwegian Refugee Council Thursday said the situation in the Gaza Strip was screaming for a ceasefire. He said he's never seen a population so bombarded for so long in such a crowded area with no means of escape. In the far north, where people are in a famine situation, there is no other way to describe it because there hasn't been aid there for a long time. 300,000 people are in the north we want to reach them. We need a ceasefire so we can have rational, organized humanitarian work across the Gaza Strip. For more on this and all the stories you're covering today, go to our website, voanews.com. This is VOA News. Yemen's internationally recognized government reported Saturday the Ruby Mark cargo ship attacked last month by Houthi militants has sunk in the southern Red Sea. It's the first sh- uh, vessel lost since Houthi began targeting shipping in what they say is solidarity with Palestinians in Gaza. Reuters correspondent Lucy Fielder has more. A government statement said the ship sank in the southern Red Sea on Friday night and warned of an environmental catastrophe. The ship was carrying more than 41,000 tons of fertilizer when it came under attack. The U.S. military central command has said the Houthis say they are acting in solidarity with Palestinians in Gaza. On Monday, a Yemeni government team visited the Rubimar, a Belize-flagged UK-owned cargo ship, and said it was partially submerged and could sink within a couple of days. The U.S. military previously said the attack had significantly damaged the freighter and caused an 18-mile oil slick. Houthi attacks have prompted shipping firms to divert vessels onto the longer, more expensive route around southern Africa. The United States and Britain began striking Houthi targets in Yemen in January in retaliation for the attacks on shipping in the Red Sea, Babel Mandub Strait and Gulf of Aden. That's Reuters correspondent Lucy Fielder reporting. German Chancellor... Uh, Schultz said Saturday that no NATO or European Union troops will be sent to fight in Ukraine. Schultz was speaking at the Party of European Socialists Election Congress in Rome, and he said NATO does not want a war with Russia and will do what it can to prevent it. But he said continued unwavering support for Ukraine remains key to defeat Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion. The war in Ukraine ends the moment that President Putin decides to withdraw his troops. However, we will only take that decision if he realizes that he can't make any gains on the battlefield, that he can't dictate an unjust peace. Therefore, our ongoing support for Ukraine is key to restoring peace in Europe. Scholz says he's grateful so many European leaders heeded calls for 
so Ukraine does not run out of money, weapons, or ammunition. A winter storm in the western United States is hitting California and Nevada with high winds up to 160 kilometers per hour and perhaps as much as four meters of snow in the mountains. AP's Julie Walker reports. National Weather Service meteorologist William Churchill. In terms of the snow totals and the winds, you know, it doesn't get much worse than that. So he says. Certainly life-threatening concerns there. Some roads closed like a long stretch of Interstate 80. Even ski resorts closed and power out. Long-lasting widespread power outages potentially uh, from the winds alone. And, uh, you know, also concerns of roof collapse with that much snow. On Friday, a tornado touching down in Madeira County, damaging an elementary school. I'm Julie Walker. In Washington, I'm Jeff Custer. This is VOA News. 